Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. So Fabs, are you are you more forgiving on the injury front or no? You're like, no, new season, new start. Let's do this. You know what they say, no risk it, no biscuit. So wow. I will <laughs> they? they they do. They do they say that, Beetle. Yeah, he does. Welcome to the latest episode of What Did I Miss? Joining me today are two gurus. Um, I feel good in saying that. I also like calling people gurus. Uh, it's Amber Theo Harris and Michael Fabs Fabiano, and they are of uh, fantasy football, Sirius XM radio fame, and many other things that you guys do. And I've been watching all week, and Amber's been very busy. But that being said, I've done zero homework so far. I know I'm in your league, Fabs. I also have a league that I lost in last season. This is my first foray into preparing for my drafts. So no pressure with you guys, okay? At all. You're basically, I'm writing down everything you say. First of all, how are you guys before we even get into this? Doing good. Good. Yeah. In yeah, your dark room with helmets? Uh, keep them busy. They got a lot of helmets. <laughs> yeah. a lot of, uh, it may be an obsession, kind of like uh, somebody I know. with a lot of shoes behind I know. Her. I know. I know. Amber, where's your weird uh, fetish thing in the background? Like, you should have something. I know. She can't, I guess. She can't, well, usually it's she my naked children. <laughs> yeah, usually it's naked children. So I figure that's enough of a backdrop. We don't, you know, because my bathroom's right back there. So. That would have been awesome. We, you know, they just run lucky. around in the back. <laughs> They just I'm, come right out of the bath and run right through. So I don't want a oh, helmet or shoes to interrupt no. that scenery for everybody. No. Can't have that. <laughs> Cannot have that. Um, I know we're about, you guys are in like your busy time as we, as we approach the season every day, it gets a little bit closer. And so I have probably, we're going to sound like basic questions, but I know there are a bunch of people like me who are not pros at this at all. So I just want to start with your basic fantasy football draft strategy. Is there one that both of you adhere to, or is it very different? We're very different. Well, for me, I'm a running backs truther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm a oh. running backs truther. A running backs truther. I will focus on that position because if you wait, you will be sorry. <laughs> There's just not a lot of featured running backs in the league anymore. More and more teams are going to committees, and even some of the, core, uh, the running backs that we think are going to be featured backs going into this year could end up finding themselves in committee, right? Like Josh Jacobs, who was a, a pretty good fantasy back last year. Josh McDaniels is there, right? I mean, the Patriots mm. backfield has been a headache for almost ever. And if he uses Amir White and, and Kenyon Drake and Amir Abdullah in that backfield rotation, that could be another guy that we lose from the uh, featured back list. But also keep in mind that wide receiver is really deep. There's a lot of good wide receivers, maybe more than ever before. So even if you go with two running backs in your first two picks, you're still going to be able to get some really good wide receivers. If you're in a 10 team league, you can go running back, running back, running back, cool. then go three wide receivers with your next three picks and still end up with some pretty good players at that position. Damn. Do you do the same thing? Yeah. Really? N no. Oh. Me and Fabs no, are she very doesn't. different. I like, yes. no, it's good. You know, I, what have I, how, I've beaten you oh, here twice out of the last three oh, years okay. in the finals. Oh, Fabs, oh, no, I need listen. you to shut up the then. So <laughs> <laughs> Mute my mic. Mute my mic. 
Uh, um, no. So what I do is, and I think everybody does what I do to a, to a certain extent, but I'm a little bit more intuition based. So I don't make it, I don't sit there and make 8 million lists of here are my targets. I know who I like. I mean, I host fantasy shows, so I know off the top of my head, but I don't sit there and, you know, do the nerd alert. Like, <laughs> Hey, I got to write all my little, little things down. What are you I'm, saying about I, me? What, what are no, you saying about me? This feels personal. I mean, Star you are Wars. A nerd, Theo Harris. You know, I mean, listen. Star Wars, you're, Star Trek. You're, 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 what else you do you like? You don't look like the football? traditional nerd, but you're a nerd. <laughs> She's a cool nerd. I'm a total cool nerd. nerd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a total nerd. Um, So I obviously do a lot of research because that's just like part of my job. You know, I naturally have to have that. But what I do is I, I, I tell people don't make it too hard. Mm -hmm. Like go for the best player available. These, these sites, these platforms that you are drafting on are high-tech sites they give you in your draft room you know you will see the best player available in every position and yes maybe you could say i want to go running back running back and i do recommend if you have a really good running back on the board especially if you're in the first you know six picks you, you should go running back but otherwise you know and i and i always don't have enough running backs so let me throw that <laughs> out there you know my fabs is right i always don't have enough running backs but i feel like through trades and waiver wire, I can always get by. Hmm. Um, I will sometimes go running back, running. I will never go running back, running back, running back. Yeah, that's and crazy. And also, I'm very never. I will never do that. And I am. I'm very, very weary of running backs that are older and have injury history. That's the number one thing I stay away from. So while, while everybody is going for uh, Christian McCaffrey right now. I, I stay absolutely away from guys like that. Now, I might be wrong. I hope for his sake he has an awesome season and everything's amazing and those who chose him win their fantasy leagues. <laughs> but for me, that's uh, that's too much risk, especially running backs who are injured stay injured. So that's my biggest advice when you're picking. If you're going to go running back, running back right off the top, try not to go for running backs that have an injury history, you know, the Saquons, the even Dalvin Cook to a certain extent. I'm on the fence about him. But you know, he was banged up last year and he's he's getting miles on him. Like the Derrick Henrys, I tend to stay away mm. from. Now it all depends on where you pick, right? So if you if it's where you're get if he falls to you, you know, and you're you're a little deeper into the first round, then you go for it. But if you have the top five, top six picks, I wouldn't I wouldn't go for Christian McCaffrey. So okay. So Fabs, are you are you more forgiving on the injury front or no? You're like, no, new season, new start. Let's do this. You know what they say, no risk it, no biscuit. So Wow. I will <laughs> they? <laughs> they they do. They do they say that, Beetle. Yeah. He does. If I am in the top five and McCaffrey falls to me at four or five, I'm gonna take him. Uh, I, I will okay. make sure that I draft Deonta Foreman late just to make sure that I'm covered. But I, I, I will take that risk. I, I never say never. There are certain players that there are red flags. Like Derrick Henry's had a million sure. carries in the last three years. And he got hurt last year. And it's not because he's not a durable guy. It's just that the more, the more touches you get, the greater chance you have as a football player, especially a running back, to get hurt no matter how big you might be. I mean, the dude's a freight train. Mm -hmm. But he hurt his foot last year. And you have to make sure that when you go after players like that, that you just ensure yourself at some point with running back depth with a handcuff. And for those who don't know what a handcuff is, it's not that, freaks. It's just making sure <laughs> that you draft the backup of your, no you guys, the backup. of your number one running back. So, for example, Alexander Madison for Dalvin Cook. We... Project now Deonta Foreman for Christian McCaffrey, but we're not 100% sure. And that's just mm -hmm. a way to kind of cover your butt. 
I, and I get it. People out there are risk adverse. They don't want to do that. And that's totally fine. Everybody's got to go by what philosophy they feel the most comfortable with. But if a player falls to me because he's prone to injuries and suddenly he becomes a value, I'm going to take a chance yeah. on that player and cross my fingers and hope that he avoids injuries and gives me the production. Like McCaffrey, McCaffrey is like, he, he's like that, that guy that, you know, you shouldn't draft because he's been mostly hurt the last two years. And then you look that he's averaged like over 28 points a game the last two years. And the year before he was the best running back in fantasy football. And you're like, damn it. I have to, I, I have to do it. Like the temptation is too great. Yeah, but if he's not on the, he hasn't been on the field. He's like the Anthony last Davis. Two years. It's right, not. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like trans, yeah, NBA translation. Right. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yes, when he's great, yes, he's exactly. great. If but they're not, not on the field, yeah. But if they're not on the court or not on the field, then they're they're not going to help your fantasy team. So you can look like a Michael Thomas. You can look how great he was two years ago and say, oh, that would be awesome. But I'm not going to invest in somebody that in two years. Now, one year I might be a little bit more like, okay, it was one, in, it was an injury. Anybody can have an injury. But when it starts to be two years of injuries, that's where I get really, really nervous, and I try to stay away from them. But always look for a balanced roster. So yeah. as you key, it's a lot of people. It's easy to draft off the top. You're you're not going to miss often with your first, if you're in the top five. You're not going to miss with that pick. It's where you start to get lower. That's where I say, if you don't know, look, look what you have. How many running backs do you have? How many wide receivers? Maybe this is a chance to go tight end now. Uh, maybe this is where I take the, the quarterback. So always look to balance out what you have. And then if you kind of have an equal amount of running backs and wide receivers, and you're in the middle rounds, go running back. Cause that's where that depth is really going to help you go for the youngest, least injured running back. And it'll be right there on your queue. You don't have to do a lot of research the top running backs are going to be Harris right like so, some young beetle yeah, yeah. who doesn't you know <laughs> cougar <laughs> i gotta work on my roar that was horrible that was, like, that was rough but that's like okay a, you're gonna get yeah, it <laughs> it was like a cat, like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there we go okay thank you thank you well can i have I a dumb that. question then so what is what is the feeling then on just if you're going to take best available anyways why can't i just auto draft Oh, because then you, you don't have like, it's your not authentically it your balance. team. It's yeah, and not it doesn't balance your, your roster team. because yeah. it's doing literally the best. So it, the earliest to get a quarterback should be when me and Amber disagree on this. Okay. So <laughs> I, if you're, if you're in a 12 team league and say Kyler or Lamar is on the board in round six or seven around the turn, then maybe I'll take one of those two guys. Okay. But typically I wait until after the eighth or ninth round because it's such a deep position. And again, we're talking about traditional one quarterback leagues. Tom Brady's 45. The guy's coming off a banana season. If I could get him in the ninth round, great. Jalen hurts potential breakout candidate, maybe even more so than last year, eighth or ninth round. Okay. I love Trey Lance. I can get him in the double digit rounds. Derek Carr. He's got his BFF from Fresno state. Devontae Adams in Las Vegas this year. I could get him in the double digit rounds. And so, I'd rather wait on that position again, unless like a Kyler or a Lamar falls to me. Although I want to be able to put in my fantasy contract with Kyler that he has to study film for (laughs) eight hours a week, not just four, because I know the other four hours he's playing video games. Oh, it's brutal. If I get that, then I maybe draft him even higher. (laughs) Wait, so, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I have Lamar, like we, we have, I have to do my keeper by a week from today and I have no clue. I've never had, you know, 
This is all new to me. I I'm will like, oh. just text me. I'll help you. All right. I'm going to screen grab my team and show you what I have. But I had Lamar last year. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Tough. So sleeper pick. This is where I'm whispering because I don't want people in the house to cheat on the sleeper picks. <laughs> uh, who are we looking at? Theo Harris, you got a few, and then you know, I can roll I, off a bunch. I, oh God. Okay, so we we differ a little bit with this. So my my number one slip, sleeper pick is Brandon Ayuk, and he told me it's Ayuk. It's not Ayuk. It's not Ayuk. It's Ayuk. Ayuk. Oh, I like Iuk. that. No why. Okay. Because um, I, oh, I was oh, just at 49ers. There's no why, I ook. I ook. Okay. I was just at 49ers camp. And, you know, that's the beauty of going to some of these camps. You see those sleepers and you and you get to talk to the quarterback or the coach. So you get an idea of how how they're going to be used. And I know Kyle Shanahan is really high on him, but more importantly, he has the chemistry with Trey Lance because he and Trey were working out in Southern California while Debo was worried about his contract. <laughs> so so Trey didn't really get to to get that chemistry early with Debo and at camp. And I know we have to avoid, you know, picking camp heroes. It's different when every you know when the lights come on but i know that they really like each other they became really close friends and young quarterbacks always go for that safety blanket that person like that it. they know that they've worked out with so early on i like brandon i i have to get used to saying it that way i love way. that though a, That's i know a, a little bit uh so i like him a lot um okay. i'm different from i know i know fabs is going to say trey lance right as kind That's of a super quarterback year. i was too early so <laughs> look I I love the kid. Uh, the difference I saw when I interviewed him last year at this time versus this year at this time is night and day and his confidence oh, wow. and his swag. When he walked in the room, he was like joking with everybody versus last year's eyes were down. So I the confidence is there. But I also get to talk to everybody around there. It's still a work in progress. Like it's not going to be this like huge, you know, weeks one through five, he's going to win your fantasy team uh, in a two quarterback league or a super flex. I absolutely love Trey Lance as my second quarterback. I'm not going to go with, I'm not going to go with Trey Lance as my, as my first quarterback in a traditional redraft. Okay. There's just a lot of growing. Huh. Like he's, he has to like get that chemistry accuracy. There's a bunch of things that we'll, we'll look for early on that he just doesn't necessarily have right now. doesn't mean he won't just won't have That's right fair. now. Trey Lance won't yeah. be drafted as a QB one in most leagues. He'll be at high two. If you're in a 10 or 12 league, team league, I will say this. When you can run with a football as a quarterback, that will uh, cover up some of your deficiencies as a passer. And I will bring up Tim Tebow, who threw the football maybe uglier than anybody in the last two <laughs> decades. But because he could run with the ball, he had fantasy value. And he was actually a relevant QB starter in fantasy because he ran with the ball. I remember there was a game, I think it was against the Jets, maybe like on a Thursday night, and he threw some of the ugliest passes you ever saw in your life. But in the fourth quarter, I think he scored like 12 points, ended up with about 18 that week, and was good because you can run with the ball because it's easier to accumulate points as a runner based on the scoring system in most leagues than it is as a passer. And Lance, I think, is more of a breakout type. I'm, I'm OCD with like my sleeper definition. At this point, I don't know if there's any real sleepers. Derek Carr's not a traditional sleeper, but... You can get him at a double-digit round price, and he could outplay his draft position. Travis Etienne, I don't think he's a sleeper. He's more of a breakout, but I love the talent. A.J. Dillon, not so much of a sleeper, but potentially a breakout in Green Bay. They're going to run the ball a little bit more. Like a sleeper to me would be like Isaiah Pacheco in Kansas City, who all of a sudden people are talking about as maybe being the number two back behind Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And that guy's been made of glass for the last couple of years, you know, his first two yeah. years in the league. Tyler Algier. You know, uh, Rashad White, Daryl Williams uh, in Arizona, those guys check the box for sleeper. 
uh, wide receivers like Alan Lazard. Isaiah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Isaiah McKenzie is kind of one of those guys, right? Yes, He's like, yes. You know, people 100%. are talking about him, the 100%. wide receiver. No doubt, Jalen Tolbert of my beloved Dallas Cowboys, because <laughs> he, he, he's going to start games. Uh, Elijah Moore, Gabe Davis uh, are, are some more sleeper types. And tight end, like that position is full of sleepers. There's not really a ton of guys out there that like, oh, I know what I'm getting. There's a cliff after you get past like Goddard and Ertz. It's like Cole Komet <laughs> I really like this year. Uh, Austin Hooper, Irv Smith Jr., uh, Albert Okawebanam, only because I can pronounce his name correctly. That's just fun to say. Yeah. Practicing, <laughs> you know, just endlessly uh, earlier in the offseason. So you can get some pretty good value at tight end. And tight end is a position where I'm, I will never get Kelsey. I will never get Andrews because I'm not taking a tight end that high. I just don't want to do it. Right. I'll wait and get I Schultz will. in the See, I will round. go get a Mark Andrews. Right. right. You will. Well, okay. You're, you're a mm-hmm. Ravens honk. That's why. No, I mean, it's not just that. Like, I'm not going to emotionally pick. I mean, he was tight end number one. I think there'll be regression yep. this year. Mm-hmm. But why Why wouldn't you? If, if Lamar Jackson's healthy, that's his number one target. So that's his number one receiver. Yeah, I just, I'd rather load up on the running backs and wideouts. That's just what I that, That's personally just what I do. I always I remember know. I remember one year when Rob Gronkowski was like at the height of his fantasy value. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take Gronkowski at the end of the first round. What the hell? Let's get nuts. Right. (laughs) Like Michael Keaton said in Batman, let's get nuts. And that team sucked and I hated it. And I, because, because my running backs were garbage. I'm like, God darn it. I, this is why I don't do it. So I just, I don't do it. I, I don't, if Kelsey is there like at the end of the second round and he's a great value, I'm not taking him because inevitably I hate my running backs and wide receivers and it drives me nuts the rest of the season. And then I end up trading the guy anyways. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. By the way, I just wrote, every, there's no way I'm going to be able to read any of this uh, even 10 minutes from now, which is going to be fantastic. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a quick break because when we come back in a perfect world, we're going to build my perfect team because I'm assuming it'll go exactly like this in my leagues. <laughs> okay, yep. We'll be right back. It will. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Okay, so let's just say I think I I go fifth in my picks in one of my leagues. Let's build it. Let's just build the perfect team. But I don't want to start in the order. Like, I'm not going to start with quarterback because that's obviously not going to be my first. So we can start wherever you guys want. If you want to start with running back, let's do that theoretically. This is traditional redraft? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. I am. Um, So running back. Hold on. Let me pull up my rankings. I'm I'm going with a running back. And at five, you're probably looking at Najee uh, or Austin Eckler. I mean, it really depends on who the who the teams ahead of you favor right if they're going running backs and you're going it's going to go taylor mccaffrey you know good, good. eckler henry like in, in in that kind of order 
And then you may end up getting Najee there. And at five, I'll take Najee all day long. Okay. Okay. That I was like my that. first. Yeah. I, I'm that was your because oh. I think that was actually my that. first choice. Like, I think if Najee's there, that's because he's one of my, he's probably Austin Eckler in here are my two top running backs. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's going to go number one. So after Jonathan Taylor. So if Najee is there, I would take him. Um, but I also, I know you, like running back, running back, everybody says, but if Justin Jefferson is there or Cooper Cup at five, oh, I, mean, I, I might take yeah. them. See, I, that would make sense to me. Yeah, like after what I saw yesterday, I was, you know, I just saw Justin Jefferson warming up. You know, Kirk Cousins was out yesterday at the Vikings Raiders preseason game. Um, but I was just watching him run routes and Justin Jefferson's unbelievable in Kevin O'Connell's offense. And he's super excited about it. I, I <laughs> Justin Jefferson, I got super excited about. So if he's there, I might look at him. Just how excited were you, Amber? <laughs> super. Super, yeah. super. <laughs> Wait, you sounded like you're from Los oh. Angeles, like Valley oh, Girl my God. type. Wait, super. Like, I hope uh -oh. everybody's clothed. Kids, kids. kids. Oh, Let's go. there that, they are. Kids. There you go. That out. <laughs> like, Bye. Hey, what's going on here, guys? No, go. We can't. I can't take you surfing right now. <laughs> See, this is, but this is what I love. This surfing. is what I love. I work with some of the most amazing female <laughs> analysts in in the National Football League and otherwise. Yep. Uh, 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 they're awesome and their kids are crawling all the over them whether it's amber or Lindsay rhodes they're crawling all over them they want in and out they want to go surfing oh. they want to know they want to know when they're getting their pbj you yeah. guys are awesome they, yeah you guys they, have you to guys do like nine jobs <laughs> yeah they don't care the best part of, like literally kids i'm like they don't care what you do for a living like hey i'm on live tv they don't care they'll walk up and that ask, makes no you sense know, why yeah, can they buy more ro road bucks for Roadblocks game? I'm like, I'm, Ro I'm on TV. Or I know, like, yeah, I'm actually right. on TV right Doesn't now. Matter. You know, no, it's not important. Care. Is it cool TV? No, it's me. not. So they don't care. <laughs> no, if it's not YouTube, no, it care. doesn't matter. I yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry they have to about do... that. You're learning, yeah, Fabs. Uh, mothers have to do nine times the work. It's awesome. <laughs> trust me, but I'm with I you. I wouldn't know. I've worked with. All of all of the amazing women that I've worked with, I, I trust me, I know. I, I was talking to Didi Kigawala earlier in the day, and she, you know, she's got, you know, dealing. She's got a couple of kids that she's trying to figure things out. Oh, it's uh, you, they were out there at the Browns camp running routes. Have. I saw her little girl yeah. out there at Browns camp doing like the obstacle, or whatever. That's crazy. Pads. It was awesome. Yeah, it's like it's so admirable. Sorry about that. Back to fantasy. You got to be exhausted. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I mean, okay. I, yes, I'm, I've been exhausted since 2010. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, do I keep Lamar Jackson? Like, do I? Is it worth, or do I not bother keeping him? Like, how? What do First I? Off, I've not had to do that before. It depends. Do, do you lose what the round, round of the? Of, yeah. uh, of the yes. uh, in the previous draft. So where did you draft him last season? Oh, that's a great question. I don't even know. Yeah, that's probably something you should know. Question. Because you'll lose the pick in that round, so that yeah. you got to think about like what you could get in that round, and is it worth if it? it? And also, I mean, like, knowing me, it's I a traditional league. Why. I'm guessing it's not a super flex league. It's yeah. not a, Q, a two QB league. I also need to know what your other options are too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send this to you. It's just very difficult. It's just. I like keeping Lamar Jackson because if you already have him, then your quarterback's taken care of. And I'm and I imagine you got him maybe in the like I would guess like seventh or eighth. I would, I would just hope. guess. Yeah. yeah. So so you might lose that pick where is it's kind of where you would take a quarterback again anyway. So it depends exactly. On where you got him. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, that means, that's so why not be my keep him? Maybe. Okay. What about, I, see, these I, I are the ones know. that don't get enough credit, and I do sometimes think, like, sneaky, but kickers and defense. <laughs> what do you do? 
just don't the care. last yeah. thought on your mind. The Isn't last that thought. so exactly. rude? It's so rude. Yeah. It is. And and kickers <sighs> are being eliminated from fantasy football. That's so rude. In, in some <laughs> leagues, one of my pals, Jake Seeley, who just got engaged, congratulations. He, like, he hates kickers. He doesn't have kickers in his league. <laughs> For me, it's not brutal. only do I have kickers who are friends that are in the league and have been re- uh, retired, but how the hell do you call it football without kickers? Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, I don't know how how you do that. I'm traditional. I've been doing this for a long time. I like having kickers. I hell Nick Folk was awesome for me last year. Like Matt Stover is one people fantasy championships. Like, okay. Uh, the the (laughs) position's a little bit less predictable, but I mean, everything's unpredictable in the national football league. Yeah. So I kickers can win a game. Why can't they win your fantasy game? They should be on your team. I like kickers and defenses because I like it to mirror real football. So if, if a field goal can win a game in real football, I I would like to see those points help you win your fantasy uh, team. I like that. So Agreed. I like it. But yeah, it should be your last thought kickers. to answer your question. Yeah, you can so get don't kickers. don't do that first. Okay, good. Yeah, last two right. rounds. I'll take first. a kicker first. God, what last if I just rounds. <laughs> and, and defenses, you just stream defenses. I just, you just all week. Yeah, I mean, all year. Every okay. week. Yeah, yeah. The, the first year that I created, like, you know, a celebrity fantasy football league was back when I was at CBS. And we actually held the draft live in one of the studios there in New York. It was like, I'm going to name drop. It's fine. Uh, Jim Nance, Brent Jones, Randy Cross, Gus Johnson, Bonnie Bernstein, Bill Sims, Dan Marino, Boomer Sison, Steve Casper, a bunch of us. And Marino drafted Mike Vanderjat in the fourth round. And everybody in the room was like, now Dan was doing it via phone. And we were like... That's the pick yeah. of a guy who hasn't played fantasy football. You're like, before. should you tell and him? And I guarantee Dan never did that again. You you just wait on kickers. You wait. a lot of times Aww. if you don't get like a Tucker, a Butker, something like that. I kind of just rhymed there. You'll get a guy off the waiver wire who's pretty good. Like Nick Folk was awesome last year, and you got him off the wire in a lot of leagues. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, Dan Marino. I just kind of love that so much. He's like, oh, he's busy playing real football. I don't know what you guys yeah. nerds are talking about. Dan is about. awesome. <laughs> I, I, Dan was cool. I actually was lucky enough to be in the green room. When Dan Boomer and a couple of the other guys were watching Peyton Manning break Dan's uh, record oh. for touchdown passes, and Dan couldn't have been more gracious. It was uh, it was very cool. Dan now, Marino did you believe knows him? The value. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I get, I, he seemed believable. He seemed <laughs> okay. he seemed to be pretty happy, genuinely for Peyton. Uh, God, I Dan don't know. Dan Marino what I knows the value of a kicker. By the way, laces out. Yeah. remember that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. remember what happened to him in Ace Ventura. So yeah, he, he, true. A, a great Finkel. kicker is important to him. Finkel, <laughs> right? Finkel, laces right. out. Oh man. Okay, I know we have a little bit of time left. We'll take a quick break because we. This is when we come back. It's the thing that I. I'm lucky I haven't had to do this yet, but we'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. So to me, fantasy football, and I've I've been watching it via social media forever because I've never experienced the loser punishment side of fantasy football and the creativity that has has come through on all of that. What is the best slash worst? I think that's really one and the same that you guys have seen or heard of. Fabs. Oh my God, go Fabs. You've, you've seen a lot on. more. What, than what do you mean you can't say it? What does it have to do with? Nudity? <laughs> murder? Is it murder? Tell me what if can, it's murder. I know. <laughs> no, it's like, not, what it's is not, it? No, no, no. Somebody no. get it's, killed? It, I know, right? You have to kill someone. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm just kidding. It involves it, it involves running around with very few clothes on. Yes. With a sign around your neck that says I suck at fantasy football, <laughs> stuff like that. I've actually I've had I've done this twice. I did it with Scott Hansen one time. He had to hold a sign after I beat him in front of the old NFL network building that oh. said, you know, Fabs beat me in fantasy football. Uh, I did it to Mizanin too. This was, oh. although that snake, and I love Mike, he's like a brother, but I made a bet with him. We had, we were playing each other twice in the same week. And I said, if I beat you in both of these matchups, you have to hold up a sign that says that uh, Fabs is my daddy in fantasy football. <laughs> and you know what he yeah, did? Uh... And you, you know, Mike too, Beetle. Oh, you know no. what he did? What? He wrote it on a piece of paper in such small letters that you couldn't <laughs> read it. Brilliant. You and didn't specify. You didn't specify. That's on I you. I know. I should have. Yeah. So, could, so like stuff like that, or you know, you, you've got to wear women's clothing and stand <laughs> outside your neighborhood. And I, there, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of stuff like that going on. But, I think um, tattoos is like legit. I see. I, do you want to get legit. a tattoo? Something that's on your body that says "I suck at fantasy football" and have that for the rest of your life. I, I, mean, I mean, but I guess. there's the tattoos I have are pretty bad. So. We'll do it. <laughs> right? Like, I, I like well, it's the, not like, even that. Piercing. Like, have Ooh. you seen that one? I think that's fun and harmless. Like, a guy has to get his ear pierced and he's like 45 <laughs> and has four kids. It's like a midlife crisis. Like, I got my like, ears pierced when I was like he just 18. looks like a guy. See? Yeah, I, had, looks like... I had the silver loops. I, oh, I, I was trying to like get no. girls. Wait, two of them? The no, yeah. just one in each year. Oh, I was like, yeah, not, not multiple. Yeah, okay, no. Wow. He wow, was probably definitely is. like a conch shell necklace, like mm -hmm. frosted tip no, kind no, of a guy no, in the no, 90s the with tips two I did earrings. See, we I know. Did, yeah. We I had could the tell. frosted tips. The he did have earrings. the frosted tips. I had the- <laughs> No I conch had shell the, necklace? I had the tight Because you were in Florida, right? with a cross oh. on it. That's what I had. Okay. Okay. You know what? That was that was going to be a second guess. That's not yeah. bad. There's one like, wait, have you heard of any Amber that you just thought were, okay, that's off limits or brilliant? Well, the tat the tattoo is um is off limits for me. Um, I always <laughs> like the you know you have to take a picture and we we me and Fabs have done this in a in another team's jersey that they hate. So he still hasn't worn a Cal Ripken jersey because I'm Orioles I'm and he's Yankees. Oh, really? I gotta buy the jersey. So yeah, don't he you needs have to like one? post a picture it. that says Go O's. But I uh, I beat James <laughs> Jones a couple years ago the former uh, wide receiver, and he wore a Lamar Jackson jersey in that the middle of the mall uh, and had to say, like, I love the Ravens and all this. So <laughs> that's like, that's that's totally fun. But I've also seen, I saw one where his, like, whatever flight the guy took, when he came back home to the airport, all of his friends were there with signs that said, welcome back, welcome back from prison. That's Like, awesome. at the airport. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, way to get out, buddy. Like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think that's really funny, too. People are smart and weirdly <laughs> it's been creative. been a long time. Yeah. So the, a I saw ones. the one. Somebody had to spend 24 hours at a waffle house. Yes. That yes. one I like. Oh, yeah. Because then you get to Saw eat that. waffles to, to minimize how many hours you're there, which I don't feel like is a loss. This doesn't feel like a how losing. How many waffles can you waffle eat, house. Beetle? Like, like I 20? Mean, I don't know how big are these waffles. They're like the normal 20 size. waffles? If, if it means I only have to sit in a waffle house for four hours, yeah, I'll you, make you know myself you, eat 20. You know where you're going to be sitting for the other 20 hours <laughs> of that 24 hours. Back, back and forth. Uh, back and forth. And it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> I don't know. The people watching at a Waffle House, especially in the late night hours, it, it's worth it. I actually think it'd be it'd be not not bad to actually have to do that. Yeah. So for me, I, I I don't know. I go to tattoo all the time, but I just think because I think tattoos are funny, and it doesn't have to say I suck. It could just be like the logo of the team you hate the most would actually be a pretty good one. 
Honest. Oh. You have to have the name. You have to put the name of the person that beat you. Oh, like, that would be that's hilarious. A With good like one. a heart. <gasps> I would have like my like fabs and a heart. Oh my god. I actually want to awesome. do that now. See? That'd be awesome. I'm telling you, most people, because you can hide the tattoo. So you don't have to put mm-hmm. it visibly unless you know you make that a specific but that's kind of rude if you do it that way, dude. I love this. I'm I feel like I don't think I, your husband would like you to have a, a tattoo <laughs> of my well, name with a heart. What if it's your husband that beat you? Oh, that's gonna suck too. Ooh. Now it's like back to square one. I love this because yeah. moving back to Texas, I feel like people they assume that I'm getting all of my information from experts like you guys. And I love proving them right. Yes, I am. I'm getting my entire team <laughs> drafted from you guys. So I drafted have to win. I have to team. win. I appreciate your time, guys. I know you guys are super busy, especially right now. So Fabs, Amber, do you want to plug anything? I know that I'm supposed to do that at the end of these podcasts. It's so weird to do, isn't it? Yeah. You want to plug uh, stuff? You, you want to start ladies first, Amber. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, let's start. You can catch Fabs and myself, uh, Fantasy Dirt, every Monday through Friday, 2 mm-hmm. to 4 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Um, you can catch me over on NFL Radio. Fabs is doing everything with Sports Illustrated. Check out his columns, si.com. He's always up if you want the best fantasy advice. What else fantasy you have, Fabs? I don't know. We all have like on 50 Westwood jobs. Ones. Yes, I know. <laughs> guys are insane. Yeah. Catch us on Westwood One. We have Fantasy Forecast that's going to run throughout all the weekends. Yeah, every, every week in the season. What else do we have? I have got the amazing ladies. including the two on the air with me right now who are in my ladies only league. We will be drafting. (laughs) I think the last week of August, I'm still trying to lock down uh, one last uh, member of the team. (laughs) Trophy smack is donating $3,000 to charity for the winner. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll also be doing my Fabiano invitational celebrity league. Uh, That will probably be going down the first week of September. And that includes a whole lot of great folks. Sling TV, is Sheesh. sponsoring it. They're giving a whole boatload of money to charity. That's going to be a lot of fun. And just, you know, a- Amber is going to be everywhere. By I the mean, way. by the way, real everywhere. quick, everywhere. How many leagues so, are you in Amber? Like, like a given year? I mean, I think no, I'm on. I'm not. I'm not like fabs. I'm in like four. So, okay. And what fabs yeah. were you? <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. So. In in leagues where I have to actually set a lineup and make moves every week, it's probably about 14. And then I have like another maybe 20 best ball leagues that I just draft and I don't really pay attention to afterwards until the end of the season. But yeah, about 14. And I'm always trying to cut back too. I can never do it. I get dragged in to doing other things. I love doing the charity stuff. Yeah. So anytime I get a chance to do something for charity, I typically will, will say, okay, I'll do that. But 14. I, 14 is a lot. I just got That's... like tears of anxiety from that. 14 is a lot <laughs> you know what, of though? stuff. Michelle, oh, I have friends who do like double that and more. It's crazy. Oh, I don't know. God. They're they're not married. They they live in their mom's basements, but they do <laughs> but they do like, so. Star Trek, 30 as I said in the leaves. beginning. That yeah. is okay. That is impressive. Um I have a long, long way to go. Guys, I appreciate it. If, if you guys want to chime in, by the way, three, uh, 631-397-0403, tell us how many leagues you're in because I'm always fascinated. I, I know Anita Marks does like 97 leagues in all the sports because she's psychotic. Yeah. But um, yeah, rate, review, YouTube, all that stuff. Guys, I look forward to listening to you continue on. Amber, I hope you got that scooter from Debo. And if not, CAA owes you one. Uh, and, and they got money. CAA's got money. Uh, guys, thank know, you so like, much. I, I know. I appreciate it. Good luck in all of it, but not you, Amber. Thanks, not on Michelle. The we only. appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Be- beginner's luck. I'm the ladies only league. God, you guys aren't playing around either. <laughs>